Hi, Facebook. Welcome to episode two of Get Up 10 Podcast. Um, here we are, another week. I'm going live from my laptop this time, so we'll see how this works. I'm really just trying anything and everything, um, trying new things and seeing how it goes. But don't worry, hopefully we'll be in a studio soon. So, first things first, I just want to let you guys know like what's going on in my life <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie like because I'm serious about this I always got my notes on deck but I wanted to be real with you guys and <laughs> the past couple of days I've literally just wanted to like cry every day you know and I almost like didn't want to go live tonight but even though life happens the show must go on so here I am and I Um, I kind of thought it would be fun to go live on Mondays because I know like as a society we have such like a negative attitude towards Mondays and stuff and so I was just like okay let me see if I can give these people like a little joy on a Monday so I think this is my day guys or should I say our days because I hope that this is between you and me it's our weekly date so (laughs) other than all that stuff what else is going on in my life So, um, the last few weeks of 2018, had to check the date because I really don't even know what day it is sometimes, but the last few weeks have given me a different sense of urgency about life, life. and sometimes I question, like, is this normal? Because I'm like, yo, I'm 21 years old, but I'm living like I might die next week, like, I'm like 78 or something, or 80, and like, the clock is ticking, Um, but literally like, that's how I feel about life right now. Like, um, you really don't know like what tomorrow brings. And so I feel like it's so important to just take advantage of now and the moment and the people and like, what are you leaving behind if today is your last day, you know? So I've definitely been moving with a different sense of urgency lately. And I know like some people are like, yo, like, are you okay? Like what happened? And I'm just like, nothing like. I don't know. I'm just not playing around with life anymore, but it's cool though. Um, in other news, I started my first full-time job last week and that it has been interesting. Um, for those of you who don't know, like I am a nurse, I'm still getting used to saying that. And, uh, so I started my job last week and, it's been interesting because I'm, I'm blessed to be able to say that I've been at the same hospital for four years. So this is my fourth year going through orientation and I feel like I could do some of the segments myself. But tomorrow I get to get on the unit and like interact with my coworkers and some of the patients. So I'm definitely excited about that because I definitely do better in like real life face to face than like sitting behind a desk all day trying to like look like I'm awake and engaged because I don't know how you guys are but like I can't sit still for too long like I gotta gotta keep moving (laughs) so orientation definitely gives me a little bit of like I don't know like anxiety (laughs) to be honest um not but I'm really excited about this new opportunity and this new chapter in my life also since I'm done with college like Okay, so I've been hanging out with my sister a little bit, and she's a junior in high school, 
And I told her, I'm like, so now that I'm done with college, like if you ever need help with your homework, just let me know. Cause you know, I don't really have much to do with my life anymore. So I guess I could do some high school work. Like real talk guys, if I could go back to school, it wouldn't be grad school. It would be high school. <laughs> I don't know if that's like normal or what, but since I have this newfound free time when I'm not like focused and motivated, um, I've kind of been watching a lot of TV lately and I don't know how I feel about that because TV is definitely a big time waster, but it's also good to just sometimes like sit there and just like zone out and go into like another world. I don't know. So two things I've watched lately, uh, Queen of the South. I don't know why I like these narco shows, but I do. And I especially like Queen of the South because the lead figures are females and they're just total bosses. So I definitely like love that. And it's kind of inspiring. I think I don't want to like give any spoiler alerts or anything but I just think it's cool how the characters in these shows are just determined to like get to the top and survive and nothing they don't let anything stop them like I really respect that and another thing that I watched this past weekend was Napoli Ever After with Sinead Lathan I meant to google how to say her name but I think I said it right I don't know and there was just so many takeaways from that movie like, people ask me, oh, like, how was Napoli ever after? Like, was it amazing? And if I'm honest with you guys, it wasn't like, wow, like, mind blown, like, five-star rating. But I did definitely walk away from that movie wanting to do me on another level. And it was kind of confirmation for this podcast episode, um, for sure. But um, two things that I definitely wanted to touch on from that movie was one part when... Actually, no, before the one part, let's just talk about the black hair struggle. Because, I mean, I think that was definitely one of the themes of the movie. And obviously, I could relate. Um, the main character, she goes from basically kind of almost being like traumatized into having like straight hair to just like losing it and cutting all her hair off and discovering this new her and having to learn to love herself on another level. And I think a lot of women, especially black women, can definitely relate with that struggle. Like, I know me personally, when I was a little girl, um, I don't know why, but like, you put a black girl in some water, like a little black girl, and we're just feeling our hair, it's like flowing in the water. That was totally me as a little girl. And then when I went to school, like, if my mom didn't braid my hair, I would cry. Oh my gosh, it was, I would be... Like, that was just the worst thing that she could have done to me in kindergarten. Like, not do my hair. That was traumatizing. <laughs> and then, um, let's see. From that, I went to um, middle school. And I relaxed. I actually got a relaxer on my hair in the fourth grade, which is kind of young now that I look back at it. But um, at the time, I was just like... I don't know, like, I just wanted to have straight long hair, you know? And then when I got into high school, um, I was, like, afraid to wear my hair in a ponytail or a bun because, like, people would make fun of me and it kind of hurt deep down because they'd be like, oh, your hair is so short, your hair is so cute, look at your little ponytail, look at your little bun. And I'm just like, don't talk about my hair like that. 
you know? And so for years, like, I did not want to wear my hair in a ponytail or a bun because I just, like, didn't want to feel some type of way about myself. And so I would say that lasted until college. College, I finally got to the point when I was like, yo, I don't care anymore. (laughs) And then also, like, uh, I would say last year is when I definitely started falling in love with my protective styles and I started um, wearing wigs. So... Yo, I don't care what nobody says. Like, wigs are so much fun and they're so easy. And um, I was really close to going natural last year because I had a lot of new growth. But I didn't because <laughs> I wasn't ready for all that yet. My sister is actually natural and her hair is beautiful, but we have different textures. But, um, yeah, that was one theme in the movie I definitely related to. It was just this, like... I don't even want to call it a struggle. I want to call it a journey that we go through as black women with our hair because, yo, the struggle is real. <laughs> and as of right now, like uh, right now I got my twist in. I love my twist. And then um, I don't know. I think I kind of want to do something like long and straight next. But I'm warning you guys, I'm definitely doing a big chop soon. And I did do it after my freshman year of college. I cut my hair short and I loved it. So I'm definitely probably going to cut my hair again soon and I think as black women or women of color because you know not everybody that deals with these hair problems is just black you know because we have our Latinas too and and so many you know there's so many mixed girls like me (laughs) out there now but um I think we need to realize that one how awesome is it that we could do all this stuff with our hair? Like, I don't know about you, but I love that. Like, one day you're feeling purple, one day you're feeling blue, one day you're feeling straight, one day you're feeling curly, and you could really do all that. And the other thing that um, I had to embrace about my natural hair, because ever since I was a little girl, like, my natural hair was always, like, sticking up. To this day, my hair is always out of place and sticking up, and I don't know why, but I saw something that said that... I'm magical because my hair defies gravity. And so I think that we should all just find ways to think about whatever characteristic, whether it's your hair or for me growing up, it was also my eyebrows or whether it's your weight or like whatever it is about your body that you're just like, oh, I definitely encourage you to find another perspective that makes you feel like, you know what? I do got it going on. Um, so that I definitely appreciated that about Napoli Ever After, which, by the way, is on Netflix if you want to watch what I'm talking about. And another moment that I really loved in Napoli Ever After was when the main character tells her mother, you taught me how to be the girl the guy wants, but not the girl that I want. And I was like, whew, hold up. That was deep. I'm going to read that one more time. You taught me you taught me how to be the girl that the guy wants, but not the girl that I want. And how many grown women do we still have like that now like that 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 applies to now? Like they're trying to be the girl that the guy wants or that somebody else wants, but they're not trying to be the girl that they want. And that is such a weight. And I from the movie And in real life, I think that a lot of those like mentalities and stuff, I think that starts at a young age. And I wish that we would just continue to pour into young girls and young guys too. like, hey, you don't have to compare yourself to anybody else. Just 
be you. Be who you want to be, not who anybody else tells you to be. Like, and I really think that, I don't have kids yet, but I think as parents, definitely pour into your kids from like a young, young age because it's never too early to teach your kids self-love. Because if we would teach self-love in these younger ages, we wouldn't get to these grown folks trying to impress other people because they're not comfortable in their own skin. Um, so I enjoyed the main character in Napoli Ever After just like stepping into her freedom, stepping into her new identity, which isn't even her new identity. It was who she was from the jump, but it was never in, she wasn't encouraged to be who she was from the beginning. And so that caused a weight in like layers. So to see her take that dirt and those layers off and just be her, like be the girl that she wanted to be, that was dope. And I wish that more people would do that in real life. Like stop trying to be who your man wants you to be, your girl wants you to be, your job wants you to be like, and all these other people who are not living your life and be who you want to be. Like, yeah, it's a little risky, but yo, it feels so good. I, I, I don't know if anybody else agrees with me, but that's what I've come to see in life. And also, another takeaway that I had from that show was, or that movie, was that when you love yourself the way you are, you show people how you should be loved. For you. <laughs> like, the way that you love yourself really sets the tone for any and every other relationship that's going to come in your life. Because when people see that you don't like yourself and that you're not confident in yourself, they pick that up. And some people honestly will take advantage of that. And some people will not gravitate towards that. But when you are just like all the way you and you're loving yourself for you, like you glow, you move different, you talk different, you just like... It's some it's powerful. You, you glow and that definitely attracts people. And when people see you loving you, they want to love you, too. And when you love yourself, you don't allow any garbage in your life. And so people will not bring it. And if they do, well, it's not going to work out for them. So I definitely just think that there's a freedom in loving yourself. But I also have realized that. Um, loving yourself is definitely a journey, you know, as so many of the important things in life are like one day you're up here, the next day you're like, I can't do it. I don't, I don't know. But, um, I think as long as you keep striving, like you just, it's a continual, like leveling up process. Like, and when you look back, you're not where you used to be. And I think that's really what's important. Not like, um, staying at a constant 100 but just leveling up from where you used to be um and forget what other people are gonna think and do when they see you loving yourself but it's just rewarding when you can look back on your own life and see how far you've come and I think it just shows you like if you can come from wherever you used to be back in the day to where you are now, then I think that that should really empower you to keep going um, as you figure out how to love yourself deeper and deeper. Because I really am an advocate for believing that all you really need is 
in yourself because I feel like we try to get it from so many external sources and other people and and things but at the end of the day I really believe that all you need is within you if you're willing to go through the process so continuing on with being yourself and being you I wanted to talk (laughs) I have this story and I'm laughing because when I think about it it's just so ridiculous but okay story time so when I was in kindergarten I don't know why I remember this but I've always kind of been my own person I never really had like a clique or like tried to be like anybody else I was just I've always been in my own world so that being said that was still me in kindergarten (laughs) so I remember in kindergarten, this girl came up to me and she told me that she wanted to be more like me or something like that. So, you know, a little kindergarten ginger did. Little kindergarten ginger went home and made a list of some things that ginger does that she felt that this girl could do. And then little kindergarten ginger brought this list to kindergarten the next day and at recess tried to give this girl some lessons on how to act more like Ginger. I really wish I remember what I wrote on that list because just the fact that I even tried to make somebody else like act like me, like only kindergartners, like what was I, what was I doing? I really don't know. But now when I think about that, I'm like, yo, that's hilarious. Like, can you imagine like a little, I don't even know how old you are in kindergarten, like what, five, six years old, trying to teach somebody how to be like you, like what? But now I could look back and laugh because if that same scenario happened now, like if some girl came up to me and was like, yo, I really love how you are. Like, I want to be more like you. I would be like, what? Girl, do not try to be like me. Try to be like you because there's only one you. Like, I love this. There's two sayings that I love. Um, one is be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. And the other is no one is you and that is your power and I'm totally an advocate for those two sayings now like I'm kindergarten ginger was tripping like what was she doing but like I don't want to say grown because you know I'm grown but not too grown 21 year old ginger would tell another woman like be yourself there's only one you in this whole entire world in the whole history of man there's only been like one you and you want to be like somebody else for what um so going back to that quote about no one is you and that is your power I had to look up like what does that mean like what is how is that power like what is power so I love my dictionary definitions y'all probably gonna get a lot of them so I guess you guys are gonna get some education for me and that is not a bad thing like who, who doesn't need some more vocabulary in their life So two definitions of power that I came across. The first one is the ability to do something or act in a particular way, especially as a faculty or a quality. And I had to look up that word faculty because I know mad people are going to be like, oh, faculty, like that's like the teachers at school, right? That's like staff. Nah, that's not the application of the word in this sense. So faculty is an inherent mental or physical power. Oop. Yeah, right word. Just kidding. I thought I read the wrong word. So I wanted to touch on that word inherent because that means within. 
Like, it's already there. It's in you. Like, you don't have to get it from no... It's in you. It's there already. It's, like, built in. Like, I can't think of an example, but the point is, you got it already. So, basically, you have the ability to do something or act in a particular way. In other words, like, nobody could do you like you. And that's power. Like... I don't know about you, but that's kind of exciting. Like the same way that we like everybody has different fingerprints and don't look at my nails too close if you're on Facebook Live because I got to get them done. But anyways, like doesn't that just blow your mind that there's only one you like and you don't have to go nowhere for you. Like it's already all there. Like I don't know. And that's just, that's just part of being you. Like, you have the power to do something like nobody else could. Like, I don't know. that I might be, like, saying the same thing over and over, but I just want you guys to get how awesome that is. And the second definition that I came across for the word um, power was the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. And the first part of that definition, the ability to direct or influence the behavior of others, I have definitely been experiencing that this past week, um, ever since launching this podcast. So many people, first of all, I definitely appreciate all the love I've been getting, but so many people have like texted me, messaged me like, oh, I saw your podcast and I loved it. And when I saw you doing you like, I, when I saw you being you, I went and I had to go do some episodes of my podcast too, or I, I started writing or, you know, I just went and did this too. And I thought that was so awesome all because I did something. It was like a domino effect. Like I just did something that's on my heart and now other people are doing what's on their heart. And that's not something special that's just for me. Like if you're listening to this, There's something that you have to give to the world that you can do that's going to stir other people to do them too. And like I said, like that's nothing special. Like literally every person on this planet has that power to influence somebody else. So don't take that lightly and use your influence positively. Like literally change the world with it. If if you want, I don't know, maybe you just want to change your best friend for the better. I don't know. Like, you don't have to go crazy and change everybody. But, you know, like, don't sleep on your power. Um, And the other part of the definition that we have the capacity to direct or influence the course of events. Like, I know we're we're definitely not, like, all-powerful or, like, God or anything. But we can definitely, like, impact some things. And when I think about the course of events, I think about life (laughs) and how when you are just authentically yourself and genuinely yourself you change things you unlock things you attract whatever you're putting out there and being yourself you're attracting that back like I really believe that when you're just yourself you're gonna open doors that I don't know that might have not opened otherwise you know like I think when 
you take responsibility for your life and your actions and to just be yourself, like, that allows you to live your life on another level. Like, and again, this is all your power and everything that I'm saying is not like something super deep, something that you got to pay for, get the access code for, like monthly fees. Like you could do this right now in this very moment. Just use some of your power, take some responsibility and just change things, change other people, change your whole life. Like if you don't like what's going on around, if you don't like your job, guess what? You got power to go find a job that you like or start your own job, you know? If you don't like your boyfriend or your girlfriend, you have the power to leave them and fall in love with yourself or find somebody better. Like, if you don't like the way that you look, you got the power to go to the gym and get it on and pop and go to Zumba class, go on a hike, like, for real. Like, we have so much power if we would just use it. And I just want to drill this into you guys. Like, this whole power that we have is not, like... You don't got to go get bit by a spider or get dropped in some vat. Like, you literally just, you have the power as is right now in this very moment to just take control of your life and and live your best life. Because isn't that all what we want here? Like, that's what we're all about. Get up to and live your best life, you know? And so, I just wanted to tell you guys one more time, like, you are powerful like you in this moment as you are without change are powerful you're a force and forces change things and like I said like that change that influence that you have like you could use that to just change yourself and even if you never change nobody else's life but you just change your own life that in itself is commendable Because a lot of people, they just out here settling and just taking whatever comes to them and just just living life passively. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm not here for that. Like, I'm trying to take control of my life. Um, I'm trying to be proactive, you know, like because for real, like if you don't take control of your life, somebody else will. And they're not going to care about you or love you like you can love you. So. You have the power to change yourself. And that in itself is just, that's more than enough, for real. Like, people will be trying to downplay the power of one, but all it takes is one person. So if you only change one other person, let that be yourself. But if you're a little bit more motivated, know that you could also change your family. Like, you could really set your family up for success. Or you could really you know, hurt your family, to be honest with you. But I'm a positive person, so let's take this out as a positive spin. Like, you, by yourself, have the power to impact generations. Like, not just you right now, but your kids and their kids. And, like, you could do that and however you want, whatever you want. Like, all by yourself. Like, I don't know about you guys, but... Me, personally, like, I'm really determined to become a first-generation millionaire, and that's not just going to affect me. Like, hopefully that'll affect my kids and their kids, too. But, um, yeah, whatever it is, like, you could do that, and don't let nobody tell you different. Like, you really could. Um, I think another place that you could use your power for good, <laughs> I kind of feel like we're superheroes, but I don't know, maybe we are on the low, you know? 
Nah, but um, you can use your power to change your community. Because I know all of us see, like, things that we like to either be a part of or improve. And, again, you have that power. Like, I got to shout out my Breeds University fam. Because they give me life. Like, to hear people coming from the hood talking about, yeah, I got to get that car. Not to just have that car, but so I could drive through my hood where I grew up and show these young boys that, like, you could do this, too, legally. Like, that's powerful. And I know me personally, like, I definitely want to, um, I love working with the youth. And especially, like, I want to work with girls in my community. And I think it's just important to remember, like, you have something to give that somebody needs. And you don't have to be, like, super famous or, like, super, like, I don't know. You don't got to have a million dollars. You don't have to be the best cook because, I don't know, but people like food. I like food. You guys know that. But literally, like, the most powerful thing that you could just give somebody is your time. And that'll go a long way. Just your presence. Just to know that there's somebody else. Like, a lot of people um, would appreciate that. And also, if you're ambitious like me, maybe you want to change the world. And you can, like... But you can't change the world if you're going to act like the world or if you're going to act like somebody else. Because the world doesn't need two of one person. The world doesn't need somebody that's part of the crowd. Like, if you're determined to change the world, you really have to be you on another level. Um, And honestly, if all that is above your head and you're just like, yo, Ginger, chill. Like, I'm not trying to do all that. Like, you can literally just change or impact the life of a stranger. By something as simple as smiling. And this is all just power that you have, like, by yourself. Um, It's in you, literally. And I think I would challenge you guys to just tap into that power. Like, see where it goes. Tell me your whole life won't change. And maybe it won't change, but maybe just a minute, you know? Maybe, like, you're having a crappy day and you smile at somebody and they smile back. And that was just a couple seconds of happiness right there. I mean, it's better than none. So, enough of my rambling. I hope you guys (laughs) got the point that you by yourself is just powerful. And stop trying to be like other people because we don't need more other people. We need more you, like, the way you are, like, one of one. Like, that's all we need. So I just wanted to end this episode with um, one quote that I found. I love quotes. So this one was really dope. It says, the greatest act of courage is to be and to own all of who you are without apology, without excuses, without masks to cover the truth of who you are. And that's from Debbie Ford. So thanks for tuning into the second episode of Get Up 10, guys. I'll see you next week. Um, Definitely feel free to reach out to me. If you want to talk about some other topics, um, if you want to connect and network, like, guys, I'm here with my iPhone and my laptop. Like, we got to do better. I need some studio connections. I need to get my website up. So, like, if you're trying to work and build your brand and just practice your craft, like, hit me up. I definitely love to, like, talk. Obviously, I love to talk. So, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. I hope you guys have the best rest of the best week of your life let's put it that way and just continue to live your best life bye guys